0: Like most towns in the UK, and all over the world, Glasgow is home to many, many pigeons. Less aggressive than seagulls, and less appealing than songbirds, they become part of a city backdrop, all but invisible to most people. Many people see them as a past, but I had always been fairly neutral towards them. What harm does a pigeon offer me unless I bother at first? Now, I stay clear as much as I can. While it has a reputation for being a pretty foolish, silly bird, I've always been impressed by the urban pigeon's ability to find food anywhere. I remember one instance when I was waiting for a train on the lower level platform at Queen Street Station and a lone pigeon with a stub foot walked along through the crowd until it reached someone holding a bag of crisps. It stood there, staring at this man with his curiously blank stare until he threw it a crumb. It ate it, then repeated the method until it and the man had finished the bag. Then it turned its gaze on the next person and continued until it had been fed by no less than six people. One woman actually scolded her boyfriend for standing on a piece of popcorn that had been thrown to the bird. I left before the pigeon did and I had no doubt that it would be fed many more times by the same crowd. At the time, I thought it was nice that so many people wanted to help it out. Now I'm not so sure. A lone pigeon is one thing. A group of them is quite another. There is a certain location in the Botanic Gardens where people will often go to feed the ducks, pigeons, and squirrels. All those animals in the area are now excessively tame. I've had a squirrel climb into my handbag to check for food before. But the pigeons outnumber all of the others. If you kneel down to feed a squirrel, six pigeons will surround you. If you stand on the bridge to throw food down to the ducks, pigeons will come over and will even sit on you to make sure they get their share. It can be a little intimidating. I have never been able to refuse them. Something about that blank stare is creepier than the full-on belligerent nature of seagulls. Garnet Hill Park, on Rose Street, near the art school, is a popular place for pigeons to flock. They congregate on the concrete picnic area at the southernmost point of the park and sit on the curious pyramid structure that sits in the park's centre. There are often so many that it becomes hard for people to enjoy those places too, the incident I experienced happened on a very early morning when I was working at a night shift job and was walking back to my partner's old flat. It was just after five and I was exhausted. It was still dark and cold and I was wearing shoes that really hurt my feet, so I was walking slow, taking my time rather than hurrying home. I was close to the flat and ready to sleep when I passed by the park and turned to see a massive flock of pigeons surrounding one lone man sitting on a picnic bench. There were more pigeons than I had ever seen in one place in the city, perhaps thousands. They covered the entire picnic area and beyond, every bench, tree and every part of the ground. They were all completely silent apart from the swish of feathers and the clacking of claws on concrete. I felt itchy just looking at the number of birds in front of me. The man seemed unconcerned. He was in shadow, his head covered by a hat, but his hands were shaky and wrinkled. He held a plastic Tesco bag and slowly pulled out a chunk of bread. Every pigeon watched him silently. He threw the bread without seeming to look up and in seconds it was devoured. They moved in a soft wave, those close enough to get a beakful moving in to snatch at it whilst those who weren't stayed frozen, gazing blankly at the man. I had stuck completely, my sore feet forgotten, totally engrossed in the weirdness I was witnessing. The man repeated the feeding until the bag hung loose, obviously empty. The pigeons did not move. He very slowly put down the bag on the bench, then stood up. He turned and looked straight back at me, the first indication that he knew I was there. I gasped and stood back. His gaze was as blank as the pigeons. From his feet came a slow mutter that got louder and louder. The pigeons had realised that the feeding was over and were voicing their displeasure the strange coos were taken up by the whole flock, until it was loud enough that I wondered whether people would start looking out their windows to check what was making the racket. No one did. Then, as one, every pigeon took flight and swooped towards the man. He put his arms up as if to protect his face, but was in an instant covered by the birds, and I could no longer see him. I ran forward, an instinct to help, overriding my fear for a moment, but as I ran into the cloud of birds, they dispersed flying away from me in a flurry, their soft feathers brushing at my face. I reached the steps at the other side of the picnic area and spun round in confusion. The man was gone. I stared, looking around in the gloom of the early morning. The man was nowhere. All that was left was the empty Tesco bag and a few pigeon feathers. None of the pigeons remained either. I was alone. I put the bag in the bin and walked the rest of the way to the flat, cold fear running down my spine. I didn't understand what I'd witnessed, and I didn't know what to do. Call the police? Raise the alarm? Who would believe me? Call me a coward, but... eventually I decided to do nothing. Now, I feed pigeons when they look at me and try to stay away from them the rest of the time. That night, I may have caught their attention, and there is nothing I want more than for them to forget about me. Glasgow Ghost Stories was written and produced by Thomas. Credits were read by Harris Jones. Music in this episode is by the amazing Kevin MacLeod and can be found in the free music archives. Sound effects are from freesound.org. For more information and pictures from the story, go to the website at glasgowhoststories.wordpress.com. We also now have some social media, so come say hi to us on Twitter or Tumblr. We can be found at Glasgow Ghost Stories on both. Thank you for listening. This episode of Glasgow Ghost Stories is dedicated to our friend Dom, who made Libby dislike pigeons so much she wrote a horror story about them. Well done, Dom.